Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Ho- Buddy Dawson, bro, bro, bro. I'm Sam, nifty Delaney, so what? <laughs> Hello again, it's us. Um, I think I might use that introduction more often, sounds nice. Hello, Hello again, again, it's us, yeah, it's a warmth it's to us. that. There's a warmth yeah. to it. I like it when we do episodes that feel warm, because sometimes we're quite yeah. uh, brutal with the listeners. Yeah. Well, we have to be sometimes, um, keep everyone yeah. in line. But sometimes yeah. it's nice to be warm, isn't it? And I think you've, there, there was something quite Wogan-esque about that. Yeah. It also feels slightly tongue-in-cheek because we do so many fucking episodes. Yeah. There's oh, another okay. way of saying, it's yeah. It's us. Fucking hell, here we are again. Are Kenny again. Adam and Eve, it's still yeah. here. Still yeah. pumping I'm, this crap out. I mean, we, we do keep the listeners in check, but... We um we've had some nice input from them over the last few days. Loads, I don't know if you saw yeah. the emails from the local mm. characters. So many local characters. For. I can't even remember which episode we asked for. That was that Friday's episode. It might be Friday's episode. Yeah, okay. We've got some. We were, talking we'll about, some we were talking about the Swan Man of Anholt. Oh yeah, that's right. And, yeah. and then the Sunderland local characters as well. Jimmy Jesus and the fellow with all the newspapers in the suitcase. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say this, but the local character where I grew up was basically Pancho from the Flats. Wow. You don't hate to say that. You should be proud to say that. Well, because I don't like the idea that Pancho from the Flats is a, you know, a, a, a sort of a figure to be to a figure of fun. Yeah, I don't like mm. because he, he's, you know, he's a good family friend. Um so I wouldn't say he's a figure of fun, but he's certainly, you know, an eccentric figure that mm. anyone from that area would know of. You would know. be aware of him. So I guess we that haven't heard much from him lately. That and Batty Woman, heard... who is just a Batty Woman. Right. We haven't heard much from Pancho lately. Is he, is he, is he all right? Now I was talking to my mum about touch? him today. She said she hadn't seen him. I said that she should get one of those rings. You know, is that what they're called? Rings? The mm. the uh, home security devices where you can see who's outside your rig. Yeah, the ring things. Yeah, and it, you can like someone will come to your door to uh, drop a parcel off, and you can be on a holiday in, let's say, Antigua or yeah. Copenhagen or, or the Isle of Wight or the Isle of Wight even, and you can tell them where to leave the parcel. Just put it around the back, mate, or leave it with. That's what I. That's what I was explaining to my mum because she said I haven't seen Pancho in a while because he often, as I've documented, he'll knock round my mum sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. he'll borrow money. Sometimes he'll put money through the letterbox. Just in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, in the middle of the night, and then <laughs> ring up Rod and say, "Go and look on your doormat. There's money there." <laughs> really weird. Um, 
She said, oh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him. I worry sometimes when I haven't seen him. And I said, you know, you've got to get one of those ring things so you can see yeah, when yeah. Pancho's outside. And, and even if you're in the Isle of Wight, you can see if Pancho, you can keep an eye on Pancho. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if them ring things are, are worth getting. You've got to get a subscription, I think, to use them properly. It's not right? just about getting. Yeah, it's not just about getting the doorbell and then. Oh, you, you, I see. You, you're away with it forever. You've got to get a subscription to be able to. I think to be able to store the footage or something like that. Cloud Fuck storage that. or something. Yeah, that's a scam. If you're going to fucking subscribe, subscribe to the IFS. Course, we can't see yeah. what's outside your door, but we can give you hours and hours of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to no. say everything subscription these days, isn't it? Well, <sighs> what would you rather? Pair of cunts talking mm-hmm. about local characters and whatnot, mm-hmm. right? Or a fucking ring that spies on people on your doorstep. I did say to tough, my mum, I said, the good thing one. about it is, I said, you could be on holiday in the Isle of Wight. I said, and then your phone gets a buzz and you know someone's outside your door in London. I said, and you'll just pull out your phone and say to yourself, right then, who's this cunt? <laughs> Which is sort of like, feels like the the only appropriate like sort of slogan brand slogan for mm. ring doesn't it if yeah. i was doing the advertising for ring it would just say ring <laughs> right then who's this cunt because <laughs> that's what you think yeah but anyone knocks at well, the door it. unannounced if ever you have a knock at the door unannounced or your phone rings and there's an unidentified number what do you say to yourself, either out loud or just in your brain? First thing you say is, right then, who's this cunt, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I've had periods in my life, going back a few years, when I wouldn't open the door to a knock unless I was nah. sure that it wasn't going to be someone who might be demanding money from me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's times when I've lay on the floor under the under the windowsill and hidden out of well, view. Well, to be fair, you did that not to, to a debt door. collector, but to someone who... At least counted you as a friend. Yeah, that that well, no, I didn't. Yeah, I did. But then he went to the phone box and rang the phone for twenty solid minutes. Have uh, we ever asked people to just send in <laughs> stories about hiding? <laughs> I think we have, but I'm going to do it again. <laughs> hiding is one of the funniest things you can do, especially in <laughs> adult life. Adult hiding, yeah. <laughs> adult hiding is a new subject. Have you yeah. hid as an what adult? Have you hid? <laughs> just get in touch and tell us about adult hiding that you've done because hiding is so funny isn't it Quick, I mean, hiding, hide hiding is second nature when you're a kid yeah All you want to you're do always is hide. fucking hiding aren't you and you know how to hide instinctively don't you you always yeah. you just know when something goes down and it would do a few times a day that required you to hide it was mm. like Robocop or Terminator, you automatically had this sort of sensor. You were always aware, whatever situation you were in, what the the hide spots were available to you. Yeah. As I mean, you kid. start off hiding. You start off hiding when you're about two and yeah. you're a novice hider and you're shit at hiding because what you'll do is mm. you'll just go and stand behind a sofa or or just yeah. half behind a curtain. Have you seen some, some kids, some kids when they're about two and you play hide and seek with them or something... You know what some fucking kids do? Silly cunts just fucking put their hands over their face and think you Cover can't their see them. Eyes. <laughs> yeah, they think because they, they can't like. see you, you can't see them. And they're That's... the ones who are desperate to play fucking hide and seek. Play hide and seek, yeah. play hide and seek, and you don't really want to. And you're like, in the end, all right, I'll fucking play. 
right? But you, it better be good. I want a proper fucking game. And then you go, right, you seek, I'll seek first. <laughs> Let's go. Bang. Start count. I'll start counting. And you look around yeah. and they're just fucking there with their hands over their face right in front of you. Just doing what like, you've no, been doing. This is bollocks. Forget it. I'm not even going to teach you how to hide. You haven't got a no. clue. You haven't got a hope. Yeah, you haven't got a hope in it. You're never going to make it in the hiding game. Go watch this YouTube video about hiding. Come back to me when you've got it <laughs> sussed. Because you're useless. Yeah, and then you yeah. get that sweet spot of hiding when you're a bit older, where you're trying to hide all the time eight. and you're really good at it. I think eight and is so- about your hide. Eight, nine. Basically, yeah. I mean, kids don't play out anymore, do they? But when we were playing out, uh, about around, about the age of nine, mm. you were hiding fucking constantly because you were always like being a bit of a dick or you were just annoying adult, local adults, weren't you? By yeah. being noisy or being a dickhead or kicking a football near their window or something. And then they'd come out and you would just bang, instinctively you'd, you'd hide. Run. Run and hide. Bang, under a yeah. car. I, I'd, I'd yeah. often just crawl under cars. Simplest thing. I mean, you can tell us when you've hidden as an adult. You can tell us when you've been chased as an adult. Oh. Because, again, that's something else that happens when you're a kid. You get chased regularly, but you don't get chased very often when you're when you're a, uh, an adult. Sometimes <laughs> maybe by the police, but have you ever been chased by another civilian? <laughs> I got one? chased. I'm not sure. It was, it's sort of, I was a teenager. Last time I remember being fucking proper chased where I was shitting myself, right? I fucking... I was on holiday with my my Italian cousins in Sardinia and and we were all sitting around we'd been out to a disco and we're sitting in this sort of like small town square after chucking out time there was one little mm. bar in a square open right but it was like two in the morning and I was the only English bloke there I didn't really speak any Italian it was a big group of Italians and I sort of thought the, but the barmen were missing yeah we couldn't find them. They'd fucked off for a fag. You know, it's very this and that. And, and I, sorry. And I said, oh, fuck this. I can't be bothered waiting. So I leant over the bar and started pouring people drinks, right? Yeah. By the way, not beers, Fantas and Cokes and that, right? I just started, like, <laughs> leant over and did it because I thought, ah. I don't you know, I just sort of thought, this, they'll see I'm a right Jack the Lad doing this, all these Italian Dorises. They'll think, oh, he is, so, he is such a cowboy. He is an outlaw. He don't care. He bore himself a Fanta without even asking. And I was fucking lining up these drinks and the two lads who ran the bar came back round the corner from having a fag and they went fucking bananas. They're like, eh! And I was like, oh! And I like sort of lobbed Fanta in the air and just fucking pegged it off. And they chased me and chased me through all these like little fucking lanes and alleyways and cobbled streets fucking in the dead hell, of night through this sort of ye olde Sardinian town, shouting Italian mm. swear words. And I was like, they're going to fucking stab me or something here. Yeah? I was like, oh, it was only a fanta. It was a couple of fanas. I'll yeah. give you the money for it. They caught me in the end and they had me up against the wall and about to give me a right good hiding. And luckily my cousin and his mates came and they'd taken chase of their family. I was just shouting his name as loud as I could so he could find me. And they'd just commenced the beating when my uh, cousins Mm. came around the corner (laughs) and sort of they scattered. (laughs) The beating is about to commence. Commence the beating. (laughs) 
Anna Bitten magnífico. Capau, suck, bram. Take this in glassy. I got chest. So that chest abroad. Oh yeah. Limassol, Cyprus, two, no, 1993, I think it was. Me and my mate were on holiday and we were walking back from the, the, the local bars to our hotel and some some bigger boys, I mean, we were like <laughs> 21 or something. Yeah. I don't know if they were bigger boys. I think there was more of them though. They were, they were probably about the yeah. same age, maybe slightly younger. Started following us and uh, I thought, oh, fuck. What and, were they? Uh, were they English or were they No, Cypriot? no, they were locals. They were locals. Oh, Cypriots. locals, yeah. And uh, one of them started kicking me on on my heel. Yeah. Just tapping me on my heel behind. That's, that's how they operate, these Cypriots. That's, that's how it starts. Give the so, old, it's the ultimate sign of disrespect to kick someone on the heel in their culture. So we just fucking legged it away. And we had to run past um, the hotel balcony uh, of there were some there were some older women who were probably about in their late 20s early 30s who were mm-hmm. in the same resort and they kind of been flirting with us a bit by the Ooh. pool and in that kind of wave you know they were just toying with us nothing Kicking was going to happen you. but we mm. we kind of thought whoa it could be in here older women yeah, yeah. and uh, it, we, we had run past their balcony and uh, so they were sitting on the balcony watching us being chased by <laughs> these Cypriot boys so <laughs> any hope of any subsequent action Went out uh-huh. the window right there and then, as they saw the, the cowards did that they, we were. Did they help chased. you? No, they, they laughed. We were running too Some fast. Some women found, uh, find cowardice sexy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a woman who finds cowardice sexy, get in touch. Get in touch. Drop it, us a line. A, it, it is a niche area, um, but <laughs> there, it does exist. So if cowardice is your thing, then get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't sexual coward a t-shirt we did once? I can't Something remember. Something like that, wasn't it? What mm. was it again? Nervous lover. That was it. That's it. Nervous lover. Nervous lover. And they saw quite a few, I think. We no, there was a guy who said it. he was a confirmed coward or something like that as well. Was that as well? Mm. Who knows? So, so yeah, many. cowards, hiders, runners, get in touch. Let mm. us know your story. All that kind of thing. Um, because it sort of ties into the Matt Hancock thing because when he was doing that smooching and canoodling with his assistant he was hiding wasn't he because he stuck his head under I don't know what he was saying to the people in the other room but then as soon as he ended the conversation he immediately shut the door and had his back to it and that's how he knew Mm. that they had a system that they'd utilised many times before because it was the ease with which he just immediately backed into the door yeah. Which, to be fair, is a good system. Do you know what I mean? And it was yeah. no one can catch you unless you've been and rigged up with a ring, which he had been un- unwittingly, uh, presumably. Yeah, secret ring. But and he was almost kind of saying, oh, "You're not getting out of here. You're not getting out of yeah. my clutches." Which Do you know what? I don't know if this has been on. talked about a lot, but obviously I've watched the video again and again. I mean, it's grotesque and sickening. I but... could only watch it once, again and again, oh, Sam. Jesus Christ. Well, because a lot of people have done creative things with it. Oh, um, yeah. Right. Some of my favorite... I mean, obviously people put on that famous Alan Partridge sex scene dialogue yeah, yeah. over the top of it, which was funny. And also, some. I really enjoyed the person who put um, the Nick Berry hit now, what was that called? Anyone Every Loser can, Wins. No, Every Loser Wins. Yeah, that was really nice. <laughs> so I was watching it for all those reasons. But one of the weirdest bits is that after he stopped doing his weird sort of awkward canoodling, 
There's a bit where she backs away and he walks away and he starts doing the sort of a little dance. He starts sort of moving his hips very, God. very subtly, sort of does a sort of a, a snake type dance. Fucking hell. It's like, a, to... it's like a mating ceremony. Yeah, I was going to say, is he trying to enchant her even yeah. further? Is that all yeah. it is? He wiggles Fucking his hips hell. and his groin at her and then she finds that, yeah, seductive. Funny old business, wasn't it? But I saw I saw a map of his uh, office. Oh yeah, and that's the door. That's the door that they were kissing against. I think on the map it said "kissing door." I don't think its proper name was the kissing door. That's just what they've put on it for the purposes of the map. Unless Matt Hancock had named it his kissing door. I don't. Well, know. you read all these well, things about uh, you know ministers getting special things put into their offices, like you know it was the way that Boris Johnson had it all his it rigged out with all the nice wallpaper and all of that. And they do yeah. take the piss. One thing we know about this government is that they're all fucking corrupt. They're all taking the piss, aren't they? So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd fucking waltzed in on his first day of the job and went, right, I want a kissing door put in there. That door won't do. I need a yeah. door to kiss against. Well, there was. That was the thing. Also on the map, there was another door going mm. into the office, which was which was tagged as door. other door. Oh. <laughs> other door. So someone <laughs> could have come in, other door. And seen him up against kissing door. Fucking hell. I tell the you what, they would have... Fucking... If someone had come in from behind them, they would have never been able to conceal what they were up to. Of course Plus, not. Plus, let's be honest, he probably had a, a, a large erection, or an erection, I say large. What I mean is yeah. a, a, yeah. a steam, a strong, a proud erection. Yeah, yeah. Poking probably. through his M&S trousers, you know. I mean, so. I thought there was going to be, you know, because this broke on Friday, Friday night. And I thought, oh, this is going to go over the weekend. The Sunday papers are going to have more of this. And I thought, what, what, what more could they have? And I thought, fingering. Fingering. I think yeah. there's going to be a fingering video unleashed mm. on Sunday, but thankfully, that didn't transpire. Um, so I think we're all lucky there. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Jalapeño. In French politics... Fingering is 
very not finger in your oh, system is normal. Good. It's accepted yeah. by the wives and the public, and they mistrust course, yeah. you if you don't do it. Yeah, you know, ah, Monsieur Macron, of course, he fingered the assistant live on television. <laughs> well, Macron's married to his teacher, isn't he? Famously, yeah. but he's, he's got another. He's eyelid. got an. He's got another teacher over at the Prime Ministerial HQ that he fingers regularly. Fingering purposes. Yeah. yeah. There was. Um, but you're talking about the uh, the various government ministers equipping their officers with their various accoutrements. Mm. I think they say. And Matt Hancock, it, it's been revealed, uh, every office in every department that he's always been in, he has his own Hollywood style director's chair. And it's, oh, on the back of it, sake. on the back of it, it's got the word Hancock. No. <laughs> Is that true? Oh, God. That's true. I've seen a picture of it. I mean, no. Yeah. Beyond Matt Hancock is truly beyond satire. I mean, oh, a lot God, of people yeah. were using yeah. all this partridge stuff, but he is just partridge. I mean, that, there was a, that that you know, obviously, probably the maddest thing was when he pretended to cry. But then mm-hmm. there's that one where he's doing a sort of a, a, a talking to the media outside a hospital, stood next to a woman, and she yeah, yeah. while she's talking, he's turned and he he doesn't know how to stand when he's beside a woman, and yeah. he stands like so close to her while she's trying to talk facing her yeah. that he's like almost Looking touching her, her yeah. body yeah I mean I've, I don't think I've ever seen anyone in public life or public office so completely out of their depth as yeah. him at all times it's been it's been staggering I thought I honestly thought like about a couple of hours before he did finally quit I thought he's gonna quit not because what he's done is wrong or bad or illegal even. He's going to quit yeah. because it just keeps coming and coming and coming. And if it was me, I would just be like, fuck this. But do you know, do you know what? what I mean? That's right. He is, I would say that I can't think of anyone in government ever in my lifetime who has been as, like, <laughs> consistently... <laughs> bullied. <laughs> con- consistently humiliated publicly. Yeah. And yeah. yet, and yet... The mad thing about it is, is that it it didn't seem to really bother him, right? Yeah. Which just sums it up even more because he is so weird, right? That he's got this <laughs> thick skin and he can't even begin to acknowledge. He yeah. thinks that he is like very cool, really popular, mm. great at his job and attractive to women. And he does all mm. that just off for a run, guys, and all of that stuff, right? He yeah. thinks he's like the absolute bollocks. Now you've told me about that chair, it sums it all up. My, yeah. uh, Someone told me earlier, I mean, this might be famous, but I'd never heard it before, that he actually said, every morning I wake up and think, how can I save, how can I save people's lives today? Save the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I saw that a while ago. Yeah. He thinks he's fucking Iron Man. And, and it's like, I almost pity him, like... You know, like, yeah, I, I don't know if I can compare them to, but you know when you meet people who are, like, such complete fucking, like, nerd, mm. jerk-off weirdos, but who are 100% convinced that they are, in fact, the opposite. They are mm. the coolest, most exciting, most charismatic person in the world. That's Matt Hancock, which almost yeah. makes me feel sympathy for him. If he was in... If he was in any other position than being paid by my taxes to run the fucking NHS, I'd pity mm. the cunt. Yeah, I almost did pity him for a bit. But, yeah, I just thought he's going to quit because there's all of this that's happened this week. 
there's obviously the upheaval in his marriage and everything. I just thought he's just going to go fuck this and maybe maybe have a breakdown. Yeah, but if anything, you're thinking about a normal, a that's how a normal human would um, respond. Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, the thing is, right? Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah. So he's done that. That's a mistake. It's awful. It's awful for his wife. It's but it's and it is awful for him. Like if we, if we can regard him as a human for a moment. What has happened to him there, just in his relationship, is awful. It's awful for the the bird, the Doris who he was fingering against the door, right? Yeah. And it's awful for Oliver Bonas, the owner of the weird gift shop, right? <laughs> awful for all of these people, okay? And I don't know if there are kids involved. And well, you're, there you're are. There's, there's, there's six kids in total, I think, between the I two mean, families. I mean, it's awful. The whole thing's awful. But mistakes are made. And, and also then... You got like Boris Johnson, a text is leaked with him saying he's fucking useless. Well, that as well, you can look at that and go, fucking hell, everyone in tech says things all the time. I mean, I'm sure I would have said about colleagues in the past who I don't in reality regard as useless in the least. I, you know, if you're really honest, you think in a fit of peak or when you're just bantering or whatever, you might go, ah, useless cunt or whatever, right? So even that, you can kind of go, oh, but the thing is, the accumulation of all of these things paint a picture of a man who is not well respected and is a fucking fool, right? Mm. And um, But he doesn't understand that. He doesn't see it that way at all. He's got a completely separate narrative going on in his head. Oh, yeah, he's putting photographs of himself doing press-ups and leaping over fences and things like that with his fucking yeah, jogging exactly. gear. exactly, that's the way he sees himself. That's who he, he thinks he is. And if, he, and if he even acknowledges for one second that anyone is laughing at him, he'll be like this. Well, hate is going to hate. You're going to get a lot of jealousy if you're a man like me in a position <laughs> the, like mine. If you're the health secretary. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, everyone. With it when, trust me, when, everyone wants a piece of the health secretary. The way this, when it all broke on Thursday evening, I think it was. This, this is fucking hell. It's horrific. He went home, told his wife that he was leaving her, and that he was running off with this woman who he'd been fingering yeah. against the door. Who is known since uni, so it doesn't even he, look like a short-term thing. He, he woke one of his kids up to tell his kid that he wasn't going to be living there anymore. Guys, and wake th- up. This is... Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's Breaking been news fingering. from the health sec. Uh, wake up, guys. Breaking news from the health sec. Daddy's been fingering his side chick and he's decided he wants to rig up with her full time. Oh, fucking hell. It's just so... Good pe- news is I mean- it's going to be five guys and PlayStation every weekend round up my new Pierre de Terre. God, it's just, it's, oh, I almost can't find the words. It's its horrific. And his wife, I don't mm. know if you're aware of this, his wife is currently suffering from long COVID. That he gave her. They gave her. So there you go. Fucking Merry Christmas. The See you around. Fucking, the bloke is a, a fucking car crash. And actually, yeah. let's, you know, you do have to spare a thought. He's awful. And it's hard to sympathise with a bloke who has been, A, incompetent in a very important role that we all pay for, and B, let's let's be, let's be get it right, he was corrupt. I mean, all of these fucking things linking mm. the contracts that he was dishing out to some geezer he knew from the pub mm. and all the rest of it, and mm. then just fucking getting away with it all. It's a disgrace that he only lost his job because he was getting off with his and, and like, then it, it uh, assistant. And it turns out that 
loads of those deals were being done on his personal Gmail account as opposed to I mean, official government it, email. That, that absolutely stinks. The whole kind of quit because you've been cheating on your wife, not sure if in 2021 we still live in that sort of world. Certainly in the 90s and the 80s, there was people all the time, your Cecil Parkinson's and all the rest of it, having to quit or get sacked because of that stuff. I think it's a slightly different world now. But I think it's absolutely fucking outrageous that we had to wait for that to happen for him to lose his job. And when he did lose his job, it was a resignation, not a sacking. You know, well, it, is, it is insane. However, I would say the bloke, unless he's so fucking demented that he still can't quite fucking... I mean, there is a touch of the Lawrence Foxes about him, isn't there? Like, you think he might... The next time you see him in public life, he won't be wearing a suit anymore. He'll be wearing some sort of ripped jeans and maybe a T-shirt with a leather waistcoat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And have, like, friendship yeah. bands on his wrist or something like that. And, um, yeah, and he'll say that he's I launching mean, an app to help the NHS. I mean, there's the premature baldness, there's the high hairline as well. I've said it before, always beware of prematurely bald you? men. Mm. That's, that's always a red flag. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this ended up with him in prison. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised about it because there's clearly influential and powerful people in the shadows hmm. here, whether that's uh, people are saying it might be, what's the name, Carrie Simmons, Prime Minister's wife, or Dominic Cummins, or who knows who it might be. There are people out to destroy him. It's like the old Count of Monte Cristo story. Do you know what I mean? Where you just feel yeah. there is someone who is trying to, bit by bit, take your life to pieces, right? Someone's doing yeah. that to him. He's, and he's shaping yeah, up to be he's shaping up to be quite the useful idiot in all this, isn't he? Yeah. And there should be many other people that should, could face police action and possible prison, but he looks like the favourite for it, and he might it's, end up just being the only scapegoat. It's a handy but, distraction, all of this. That's why a lot of people just think it's just plain and simple, the government. You thought it's time for him to take up all the headlines. Mm. Because by doing this to him... Johnson, if Johnson had sacked him, they would have said, well, he was your appointment, he fucked up, this is on you. But by him resigning in amidst a personal scandal that just completely intoxicates all of us, because let's be honest, it's a fucking amazing story. I mean, it's just... Yeah. I mean, when the video came out, I just said to my wife, this just gets better and better. This is fucking amazing now, right? <laughs> but, like, someone is stitching him up fucking so badly... And, yeah, he could end up in prison. I, I do, to be honest, I do worry about his mental health. You know, I hope yeah, that yeah, he's got some that's people... Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I thought it feels like breakdown behaviour, the stuff that he did, and they went and told his wife, I'm off. And then wiped the kids and up, And then yeah. it's almost like the pressure's just got too much and he's not even fucking acting rationally anymore. No, he's not, not he himself. he has been at any point, really, but... Well, he was just stupid. Almost completely gone off the But rails. the thing is, he was a sycophant. Like, you got to remember, like, D Boris Johnson, when he won that election, he, he appointed a cabinet based on just who was going to be right behind him for hard Brexit. And that's where you got yeah. all these fucking nutters in really important positions. So you got, you know, people without sufficient experience, apart from anything else, you know, Pretty Patel, his home secretary... That fucking nutter, the one I protected once. No, I didn't protect. I actually ran away. That's a good example of me running away and hiding. I've told you about before. Who's, who's the foreign secretary? Really awful lunatic with, like, mad, bulging eyes. Um, foreign uh, secretary? 
Florin Sitchi. You, you definitely know him. He's like I'm massive. Google this, I don't. Massive. Um, oh, Dom- Dominic Rob. Yeah, Rob. I told you a story about when I Rob. hosted an event, and it was about Brexit, and a nutter yeah. attacked the stage in the in the halftime break, and he yeah. was going for Rob, and I thought, and someone shouted Sam because I was the chair of this panel. Yeah, and someone shouted Sam as they approached the thing, thinking, you know what? Is it my role? I was, I can't remember. I wasn't being paid for it. I don't think. I think it was part of my responsibility as a radio host, right? And I was thinking, as if I am. Fu- it was an angry farmer. I'm not fucking standing between maybe, an angry farmer and Dominic Rob. Fuck this. Maybe they shouted for they shouted for you because you have an accent, and they assumed you'd be a bit handy. A bit handy. In such a situation. I thought, thought, listen, if there's any handiness about me, it's not going to be deployed in this fucking situation. I'll be yeah. fucked if I'm going to take a, an angry farmer on to protect Dominic fucking Rob. And, and wasn't it Tom Newton Dunn from The Sun who saved yeah, the day? who I then misunderstood <laughs> and thought he was an SAS veteran. <laughs> I did my usual routine that I do with any men with a bit of grit about them, like when the roofers come round or the tree surgeons. <laughs> yeah. I went out and like, oh, that was dead good how you handled that, mate. So uh, what uh, battalion were you in then when you were in the services? You went, oh, my name's Tom Newton Dunn. I'm the political editor of Oh, really? Oh, sorry, I thought you were some sort of security personnel character. Thank you, mate. I would have well, helped out myself, only I'm a bit more, I'm a bit left wing, see, so yeah, it's not that I don't believe in violence, it's just that I don't care about Dominic Raab getting beaten up. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so uh, we'll but, see so what All those next. people got government jobs, not because they had any of the fucking necessary experience or know-how. They mm. all fucking got them because he said, right, cunts, we're going for our Brexit, who's with me? And anyone who put yeah. their hand up and said yes, which wasn't many people, because mm. even cabinet members who who had been behind Brexit or at least were supportive of it once the referendum had been done, they weren't going to fucking pursue what he wanted to pursue, which was like an insane yeah. all or nothing kamikaze thing. And uh, so basically the only people left who were like, yeah, we'll do it, were the fucking maddest people. Like the dirty dozen. And so he didn't have Mm. many well-qualified people to be the fucking health secretary. And Matt Hancock, he's like the village idiot, stood there with his hand up saying, I'll do it. So he's going, all right, put him in fucking charge. What's the worst that can happen? I mean, we're a pretty rich country. There's not a huge epidemic going on or anything. Five minutes later, great, fucking pandemic. And we've got cunt face in fucking charge of the hospitals. Yeah, and that's where we're at. Um, Before we go... We've got some predictions to do. We're recording this before um, tonight's match, which is Belgium-Portugal, which feels like a very mouth-watering affair. Feels huge, doesn't th- it? The three games so far of the weekend, um, fucking hell, uh, I've got one point, and you and Results Bot have got nothing. Fuck. So, uh, yeah, quite surprising. Certainly... Czech Republic Holland was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Considering yeah, Czech Republic that was came. Fun. Did they come third in the group? I think they I did. I think so. And of course, Italy Austria was nil nil after ninety minutes. Yeah, didn't um, see that one at all. Austria, unlike, you know what? Austria deserved to win that. And I yeah, thought Italy yeah, had been the it. best team in the tournament until then. But Austria, I thought, were the better side. Mm. And England been looked good. like they might have a, a fairly easy path to the final. Almost now the Netherlands yeah. are out. Again. If England beat Germany, then we've got Sweden it's or on, Ukraine. On, and then yeah. we've got, I think, Denmark, yeah, Denmark or 
Czech Republic. So yeah. it'll be a bit like in the World Cup where we suddenly had like a reasonably easy path, but got yeah. with Germany first, which is going to be tricky. Of course, not easy. That's one of the ones we're about to predict for the next couple of days. We've got coming up um, Monday, Croatia versus Spain. Prediction, please. I think that might be Croatia 2, Spain 1. Ooh, I think uh, 90 minutes, of course, these are. I'm going to go one apiece. France versus Switzerland. I think France will get through this uh, fairly comfortably 2-0, I reckon, to France. Yeah, I'm going to say 2-0. All right. England versus Germany, Tuesday, 5pm. I think England can win this. I'm going to say 1-0. 1-0 to England. I think it will be 90 minutes. It'll be 0-0, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, and then Sweden versus Ukraine. I will go for. Um, again, I'm going to th- predict extra time. I think this will be 1 1 after 90 minutes. I'll say 1 0 Sweden. 1 0 to Sweden. There we go. That's the predictions. That's the episode. Sorry we didn't get to read at any of your local characters. We'll try and do that later in the week on Friday. Lots more stuff coming up as usual. Thanks very much for listening and goodbye. Take care of yourselves. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 